Hey, what's up guys, Travis here. And if you've been following me or my story for any length of time, you know that I started a company called Guestio about a year and a half ago now. And one of the things that we are doing this year in 2022 is we're building a concierge program called the Fast Pass that allows you to get booked on top quality shows and platforms for the purpose of spreading awareness for your brand, grabbing attention, uh, growing your credibility, your authority, et cetera, et cetera. And so if you are listening to this right now and you are a seven figure plus entrepreneur and you have a budget to bring in traffic, attention, credibility, authority to your brand, then this might be a really great program for you. Just head over to travischapel.com slash 10K. Why 10K? Because we guarantee in this program that you're going to be able to speak in front of 10,000 people within 90 days. Okay, 10,000 people within 90 days. Imagine getting on a stage in front of 10,000 people to share your message, your story. That's exactly what we are doing inside of this program through virtual stages like podcasts or virtual events or YouTube channels or blogs. You name it, we are working with it, and we are trying to get you booked on those platforms. So travischapel.com slash 10x. There's a quick application there, and then right at the end of that application, it'll prompt you to set up a phone call where you'll jump on a call with me, and we'll talk through whether or not you're a great fit for this program. Please act fast on this. Do not wait because we are only taking on one or two clients a week due to uh, constraints with our team and the limited supply of high quality shows and platforms that are out there in the market. So if that's you and you're really wanting to explode your brand in 2022, head over to travischapel.com slash 10K, fill out the application, schedule a quick phone call, and you and I will chat really soon about whether or not this would be a great fit for you. Thanks guys, talk to you soon. Welcome to the show. I'm Travis Chappell, and I chat with some of the world's top business influencers, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs in order to crack the code of networking. I believe that who you know is more important than what you know, and that your relationships ultimately determine the person that you become. So if you want to learn the new way of connecting, if you want to fill your network with quality people and skyrocket your results, then you're in the right place, because this the Build Your Network podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the BYN Breakdown, where we take a past episode of Build Your Network and we talk about some of the practicality of being able to put some of the things that these people are talking about into your life today to make a difference today. So, uh, Eric, who do we have on deck for today? So I pulled a clip from your interview with Trent Shelton, and he talks a little bit about finding his voice. So for those that don't know, Trent Shelton's an ex-NFL player, but now he's got a huge following as a motivational speaker, I think is the right term and does a lot of like motivational content on Facebook. Um, and so he kind of shared, uh, in his interview when he hit rock bottom and then kind of shared when he decided to tell that story and the, where that took him. Yeah. Basically like how to find your purpose when you think the, like everything else you're working on is gone. Cause that, that was at the point basically where he figured out that his NFL career was done right. and he had to do something different, which is obviously for somebody who's put that much work into something that's that big of a dream and realizes that they're going to fall short of it. Ultimately that's, that's gotta be a definite, you know, identity shaker for sure. So yeah, it's not like you can apply for a similar job yeah, and right. be like, exactly. Okay, well, I lost that, but I got another gig right. in. Well, I'll know. just go for the I'll just go for the competitor to the yeah. NFL, which is nobody. Yeah. So, say so here's the clip Journeys from him. into personal development, whatever you want to call it, making yourself better, uh, like a better version of yourself constantly. Yeah. I feel I feel that a lot of times they are like there's always a catalyst, a, a really big struggle that makes people like forces them with back against the wall. To, yeah. 
fix something majorly in their life. Do you feel that that's almost necessary to be on that journey? Or do you think that like looking back, you would have been able to pull yourself out of your mindset and just like do it, even if you had the success that you were supposed yeah, to have? Yeah, I, I think, well, I, I think for the majority of people, it takes in the rock bottom. Yeah. Like for the majority. Uh, and that's the thing that I try to do now. Like I don't want you to hit the rock bottom. You know, I don't, I want to give you tools and if you can learn before you hit the rock bottom, that's what it's about. But for the majority of people, it takes in that rock bottom where you feel like, you know, your back's against the wall, like yeah. you said, and there's only one way. It's either, you know, you're going to stay there for the rest of your life or you're going to find something and create a way or find a way. And so, uh, you know, for me, that's what it was. It was that rock bottom. And I look back and I'm thankful for all those times because if it wasn't for all that stuff, all those setbacks, all the losses, I wouldn't be who I am today. And I yeah. wouldn't be able to impact other lives. So it all had a purpose, um, you know, for, for my good. Yeah. Was there a time where you remember getting super clear on your purpose or was it just like you had your son and you were, you just knew that if, if something wasn't going to change that he was going to end up like you and you didn't like that version of your son? Yeah. Um, for me, it was once I started speaking, cause you know, I started making videos. I was say like rehabish. I was doing, you know, some motivational stuff and then some just random stuff. And, um, when I got really clear about like this is what I was created to do was me speaking on the stage to kids and it was like I don't know three four five thousand kids seemed like fifty thousand and um I was just telling them it was five minutes I didn't want to do it I wasn't a speaker I was telling myself all these things and yeah. uh got on stage my friend Jonathan Evans you know pretty much forced me on there talked me into it and he's like man it's something that's I friend. Yeah, yeah very good friend I thank him to this day and that's actually I mean the event tomorrow is a, is with him so oh, cool. um, it, it's funny because the event tomorrow is actually on the same stage that I'm telling the story now so oh, it's like really? a full circle thing so um, okay. I get on there and then I speak for five minutes and make a long story short like I realized like this is what I was created to do like I, I forgot everything I prepared the night before so literally it was just me on stage sharing my heart for five minutes and those yeah. kids I mean if you ever talk in front of kids that's like the hardest audience ever oh, to yeah. talk in front of and they were locked in yeah. And so I was like, this is like, it's something bigger here. I don't know what it is, but I know it's not football. And I was still trying to hang on to football. I was still trying to play arena lead, all these things. And so I completely let go of football in that moment. And I said, you know, I'm dedicating my life to go down this path. So rehab time was kind of the start of all of that. Yep. Right. What, what was what was your thought process in getting that started? And what was the medium that you were choosing to go through? Yeah. So my whole thought process was, it all starts with you. So it was, it was the thought process was, I have to believe it. I have to live it, breathe it, be it. So yeah. it was the work that I had to do on myself. I always say the most important work is the work you do offline, the work you do on yourself. Mm -hmm. Because when you really live it, I believe it becomes contagious and you can walk in confidence, you can walk with belief. Your input becomes your output. There you go, right. there you go. And so uh, it started with me doing that. And then it started with me picking up my phone, right? So I was like, I wasn't getting, once I realized, okay, I'm a speaker, right? And so or I'm an author or whatever. I wasn't getting booked to speak or even not even booked. I wasn't even getting invited to speak, you know? So I'm like, what do I do? So back to networking, I um, reached out to people that I knew, some coaches. I'm like, I'm a football player. I know some teachers. Right. Went back to my old high school, went back to elementary schools. Like, hey, I'll just share my story. I use the NFL thing to get right. in there. Mm -hmm. And I just started speaking for free as much as I could. And in that process, I was like, yeah, that's so, that's awesome. how can I reach more people? So yeah. I was like, social media. So I picked up my phone, iPhone. Didn't have a camera set up besides that. And I just started making two minute videos. Yeah. And that's what started, you know, what people see today. This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with 
Indeed. If you need to hire, you need this platform, guys. I'm telling you, Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates so you can connect with those people even faster. And it doesn't just help you hire faster. In fact, 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And look, guys, one of the things that I wish I would have used Indeed for is this matching service. You can search and search and search and search and search all day long, but to actually be presented with quality candidates, like 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 hiring a a recruiter for you that's presenting people that has actually done the work to vet them and uh, bring quality people in front of you, that work by itself is uh, the fact that it's done by a software instead of like a team of high quality recruiters is is pretty insane. So they leverage over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day, which is why Indeed's matching engine is the best one that you can use. It's constantly learning from your own preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets at doing the job for you. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility over at indeed.com slash Travis. Just go to indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. So there's a couple of things that you can pull from uh, his story. And I think the biggest thing initially is something you hit on all the time, which is taking imperfect action and knowing like he was aware, like, Oh, I've never spoke before. You know, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to fill five minutes, you know, in front of right. a group of kids. You know, he says it felt like 30,000 people. Um, can you speak to that a little bit and like maybe, you know, just share how it's important to at least step out and try? Cause you don't, at the end of the day, you don't know if you're going to be a good speaker right. until you speak. You don't know if you're going to be a good podcaster until you podcast. Like, how has that looked for you and how have you seen that play out in other people's lives? Yeah. And it's not even if you're going to be good at it. The, the real question is if you're going to enjoy it. And, and mm. that, that's what, that's what Trent pulled away from his first time speaking, which I think is so valuable is that he got up there in front of all these kids and all the prep work that he had done the night before, everything that he was thought he was going to say immediately went out of his head. And he just right. got into like this rhythm, this groove that, that uh, he found himself really enjoying. And, and look like that, the 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 recollection of that experience if we actually saw what happened it probably was nowhere near as awesome as he makes it sound in his head right, right. like cuz when you're seeing somebody who's never spoken before the first time or two that they speak they're just not going to be good and this is something that we talked about in Evan Carmichael's interview um as well is that he just said expect to suck like he's got a 2 million plus subscriber youtube channel when he started he sucked at being on video he told me he he, he told me that he felt he sucked for like his first 500 videos <laughs> 500 videos right. that he felt that he was not good during like in, in terms of his his presence on camera but he just kept doing it. Um, so I think once you realize that you enjoy the medium a little bit, th- at that point it becomes a decision to commit to getting good at something because you're just, you're just not going to be naturally good. You, you might be, you might have a, um, I think, I think that these test to where, you know, if you have a little bit of a natural proclivity toward being good at something is when you do try it and it is a little bit fun, even though you suck. Right. So I think that's kind of what Trent was working through when he got up on, on stage for the first time was that, you know, he realized, Oh, this is something that I actually enjoy. Like I enjoy 
like seeing the the aha moments that these kids are having when I'm like trying to tell them my story about finding your purpose or whatever. But I, I'm I'm I know that if we asked him like, hey, do you think that you are good at that point? He would not have said yes. Like he he was not good. That's the purpose of getting started with something brand new is that you're not going to be good at it. You have to be willing to take those pivots. You have to be willing to uh, to step into situations that make you uncomfortable in hopes of a brighter future or else your future is just going to write itself based on the direction that you're headed in at the time that you're listening to this right now. And that, that was what was big for me is like when I was when I was doing door-to-door sales, I knew that I didn't want to be doing door-to-door sales in the future. So I immediately took action that would set my heading in a different direction. Because if you don't on purpose set your heading in a different direction, you're going to on accident end up where you currently are, which is like, to me, a bad version of the future is I don't want to be where I am right now in the future. I want to be further along than where I, as like comparatively to where I am right now yeah. in the future. That's the purpose of the future is to continue moving forward, continue improving, and make yourself better. So if you never get started and you're never willing to like put in the reps when you do suck, then you're never going to be able to reap the rewards of somebody who's put in the reps to earn the ability that they have now today. Well, and that's what he hits on when he says doing work offline, you know, and like right. you, you mentioned focusing on your input. So it'll be your output. Like there probably was a lot of time thinking about like, what is my story? What is the best way I can help these kids? What is the best, mm-hmm. you know, if you're going to be a speaker, watch people who speak. If you want to be a writer, read books. If you want to be a filmmaker, watch films. If you want to be a podcaster, listen to podcast, you have to take in people who are good. It's, it's the same principles he probably applied when he was in the NFL. Exactly. He looked at players, every industry, right? Exactly. Like if you want to be an NFL player, you should probably go get around people who've trained people to go to the NFL. Like if you're, if I shouldn't ask your uncle who yeah, like right. used to play high school football, yeah, exactly. Cause everybody and their mom has advice on how to play high school football because everybody there's, there's a very low barrier to entry to playing high school football. Right. You know what I mean? So like once you get up into the NFL, once you have trainers that have trained people that have gone to the NFL, then like you get a little bit of an insider scoop on the, how did you actually like, what kind of work did it take for this person to get there? And then, okay, let me start putting in those reps. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you earn the ability to then like earn the opportunity. You know what I mean? You have to yeah. get the ability first or, you know, the opportunity is never going to come knocking. And I think that we touched on something cool at the beginning of, of that question too, about, um, is it possible to, uh, uh, to find your purpose if you haven't hit rock bottom, which is a conversation that I've always enjoyed diving into because like I said, in, in the course of interviewing hundreds of people for my show, that's one of the things that I've found to be fairly common is the people, the people who went through the deepest, darkest struggles are usually the people who are now the most successful almost to like an exact degree. You know what I mean? Like to where the people who had the the craziest stories of, of coming up, like, you know, immigrant families getting made fun of not being able to speak the language, you know, diving in dumpsters for food and, and stuff like that. And, and for their next outfit or clothes that they're going to wear to school to now where they've like worked on, built, sold, run nine figure companies, organizations, and they're, you know, just crazy stories of resilience and strength. And I think that that is totally born out of the struggle that they were um, that they were forced to learn how to overcome at such you know early ages and young ages. Um, so I, I think that there is a direct correlation there, but I, I don't look in at my life and think that, that there was a rock bottom for me. It was more of like, I feel like back against the wall and rock bottom are kind of, kind of different, you know? And for me, it was definitely back against the wall situation where it was just like, 
I don't know what I'm like based on the way that I was raised. I always thought I was going to be in ministry from the time I was 11, 12 years old. Um, and then when I got to the point where I realized I wasn't going to be in ministry, the only real skill that I had was door to door sales. So that was really the only direction that I could go in. And when I realized after doing it for a while and being successful with it, that I didn't want to go that route anymore. It was like, okay, the thing that I thought I was going to do that I have my like actual collegiate degree in is Bible and church ministries. And it's not even accredited. So I can't even really use that to do anything. And then the thing that I'm good at that I know that I'm good at, which is door to door sales and like training, recruiting, managing, I don't want to do in the future. So what do I do? You know what I mean? And that, that's at the point where it, that, that was my back against the wall moment. It wasn't necessarily rock bottom because I felt like that we prepared for a situation like that and, um, and had some money to fall back on and had some savings that we, that we had. So through some like, you know, strategic planning and stuff. Um, but it wasn't like rock bottom, but it was definitely back against the wall because I felt, I felt, you know, insecure about not being able to provide for my family in the way that I felt I wanted to. And I didn't know what career path was going to, like I was looking at, you know, fire department applications and the FBI applications, all these like random jobs that I thought would be interesting or cool that I was looking at at that time period, um, which is when I found podcasting and then kind of went in all in on, on this world. But I do find that always as an interesting conversation is what does it take in order for people to start heading down this path of learning, improving, getting to, getting to like get themselves on the next level of life. And uh, I think that's a really interesting conversation. And honestly, I don't really have a, a clear answer for it, except for that I think that it almost always has taken a rock bottom or back against the wall moment for most people to come up to that point where they realize that they need to be doing something different. Well, and I think it even goes beyond just rock bottom. I think it's also, I think a better way of even saying it would just be exhausting your other options. Like, sure. and, and you mentioned that like the FBI fire department, like, some of those things you probably put a little bit more time into some, you probably just right out of the gate. were like, you know, nah. maybe that doesn't sound <laughs> like me, you know? And, and there's a lot, I mean, 99% of things we can brush off and say like, I know it's not that like, yeah. like I know for sure that I don't want to be that like, you know, sure. for you, it's like, I know I don't want to be a pastor. Like, yeah. you know, I've done a couple of things in that realm and it's like, no, it's not going to work. And you know, I, th- I think for, for me, we just talked about this the other day off mic is like, there's things I enjoy doing that are not going to be, they're not going to be the thing that I'm going to be successful in. And yeah. there's thing. there's also things that I, you know, maybe don't enjoy doing that I'm doing cause I feel like I need to, you know, and it's setting those things aside. And, and really what I got from him is like, he accepted his identity of like, Oh, I was built to be a speaker. Yeah. And right. for you, it was through trial and error. You're like, Oh, I'm a good podcaster. Like I can be good at this. I'm a good networker. I can be good at this. You know, for me, it's fine. It's finding those things. Like I'm good at, like I'm starting to find my own niche in podcasting and, and right. find where I'm good at. And it's not, it's a thing that I bristled against for, you know, six, six or seven years mm-hmm. and said, Oh, someone else will do it. But once you can accept your identity, you can go full bore. And yes. the last thing he talks about is networking and it's knowing now I can, ne- I don't have to network as, Oh, Hey, I'm the guy that, you know, I used to be in the NFL. Right. Now it can be, I'm a speaker. And he's way more successful in that arena than he, he was in the football arena. Like right. he's, he's, he's found his voice and he's had a huge impact. And I don't think he would change anything in his story at this point. Right. Right. Yeah. Totally agree with that, man. And, and that, I mean, that's very similar to my own journey as well is that like, you kind of have to take those action steps first. 
And then once you have taken a little bit of steps in that direction, <clears throat> then your identity starts to shift. And once your identity shifts, that's really where it's kind of game on at that point. And what he's talking about his speaking career um, for me was podcasting for you now in, in your podcasting journey as well. And then now for me and my software company too, where it's just like you're, 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 you're constantly learning, adapting, trying new things. And then once you're gone down a certain path, then that identity starts to take over. And that's when you're like, okay, let's go ahead and do this. And, and it doesn't mean one thing only. It doesn't sure. mean that you'll never like, like you said, software and podcasting for him, it's speaking, be, doing social influencing. It's been right. writing, right. you know, it doesn't, for me, it's not going to be my podcast for the rest of my life, right. but it at least tells you like at the very least, Oh, I'm creative or maybe I'm better with numbers. It yeah. gets you in that right area where you're not just grabbing. It's not kindergarten. Like what do I want to be when I grow right, up? Right. You're not like, grasping at straws anymore. Astronaut. You know, that's not a helpful thing yeah. as opposed to saying like, I know I'm good at helping people. Right. And then and what I does enjoy that like this and, aspect of that. Right, right. Right. And it just narrows down to that circle where you can kind of act and take action that benefits you and other people, which is the the sweet spot. Totally, totally agree, man. So thank you everybody for tuning in on this one. Uh, pretty quick episode, but uh, we're having a, a good time with these ones. If you have any episodes that you would like us to go back and do a breakdown on, uh, be sure to email us over at eric at travischapel.com. That's eric at travischapel.com. Shoot him a quick email. Let him know which episode you'd like us to do a breakdown episode on in the future. Um, that's it for today's show, guys. Really appreciate you tuning in. We'll catch you next time. Peace out. Well, that's it for today's show. If you want more advanced networking strategies, as well as an instant network upgrade, then consider partnering with my BYN Inner Circle Mastermind. There are already dozens of high quality entrepreneurs in the group. There's dozens of video lessons on networking. There's monthly calls. There's accountability crews and more, all for the low investment of just 99 bucks a month. So head over to BYNInnerCircle.com to jump in. That's BYNInnerCircle.com. Thanks so much for joining us on today's show. See you next time. Remember to leave every relationship better than you found it. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.